Hello, you're listening to Sarah Archer in episode 187 of the Speaking Club podcast. Today, I'm opening the show with a Star Wars joke, courtesy of inews.co.uk, seeing as I was Rey Skywalker for my wedding day. Okay, here we go. Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi walk into a Chinese restaurant. Ten minutes into the meal, Luke still can't figure out the chopsticks, dropping food everywhere. Obi-Wan finally snaps. Use the forks, Luke. I started this podcast for two reasons. Because I want to help people recognise the power of stories and humour in speaking and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Hey, hey, here we are again. For those of you that are interested, I'd like to say that my wedding on Friday went off without a hitch, but I did end up getting married. Do you see what I did there? Anyway, I've got to say, despite having to put it off for a year, guests dropping out at the last minute due to COVID and me having to do some dressmaking DIY, it was the best day ever. The weather was beautiful. It was amazing to be together with friends and family and everyone had fun. We felt blessed. And if you're interested in seeing any photos of me as Ray marrying Captain Marvel, then you can see some over on Instagram. But... We can't sit here chatting about my nuptials all day. We need to crack on with the show. So I want to ask you a question. Have you got a framework that pulls your IP together and makes your idea, product or service more memorable? If you haven't, I think that you should look into it. Recently, something happened with one of my Mastermind members that brought this and the content of this episode into sharp focus. She'd been stuck with her messaging and content. Yes, she was moving forward, but it felt to her like she was wading through treacle rather than being inspired, energized and motivated. Then a conversation happened at a networking meeting, which helped her to identify a framework for the process she takes her clients through. Suddenly the clouds parted and this is what she said. This framework could then form the basis of all my conversations. I have to say, it's got me all fired up. So, if you're lacking in motivation around your messaging, perhaps creating or refreshing your framework might help. What's also important is when you find it, you share it in the best way. And that's why I've dug this episode out of the archives for you. Enjoy. Well, have I got some good stuff for you today? And I'm going to share it with you. I first want to talk, tell you how I came to find what I'm going to share with you today. So when I first started out on my entrepreneurial journey, I invested a significant amount of money and time in coaching, and I still do. I, I know it's, it's, you know it's important for me to keep growing and developing um, in all aspects of my business and speaking. So I'll never forget the first three-day workshop that I went on and it was with some of the top business coaches from around the world and over the course of that three days they kept drumming one thing well I mean there's lots of things but one thing sort of stuck in my mind one thing they were really focused on they drummed into us again and again uh, was that we should create 
frameworks. And they said frameworks were essential for success if any part of our business model involved educating, inspiring, coaching, speaking or consulting. And each of them had their own frameworks that they talked around in their sessions. And what do I mean by frameworks? Well, what I mean, basically a model that you can use to pull together your teaching points on a particular topic. You've probably heard of other models like Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. That's a good one. Or Kubler-Ross's curve, this sort of grief curve. Um, What else can I think of? There are also, you know, the four productivity quadrants and there's loads of them, you know, loads, that sort of thing. And they can be step by step models or shapes or mnemonics. And that's where the starting letter of each part of the model forms its own word. And I use mnemonic frameworks for some elements of what I teach, like my speak framework for creating your talk strategy or my engage blueprint for creating your talk content. And what I learned in that workshop has stuck with me through all the iterations of my own business. And there's been a few. And I create models and frameworks all the time. And for two main reasons. Firstly, to help understanding and stickability with my students so that they remember. But also to create my IP and differentiation. And frameworks are great for showing how you are different to other people who may be doing similar things to you. So getting the model right is really important to me. It's something that I I work hard on. I spend quite a lot of time thinking about before I even sort of get the the thing down on paper. And uh, so it's so important that recently I had my beta launch of the story-led speaking course and I delayed that because I I couldn't quite get the final piece of a framework and I wasn't happy uh, with it. So until I was, until I felt I had it clear enough so that people can can use it and apply it, uh, I didn't want to launch. So suffice to say that I'm a fan of models that create success and that is essentially what these things are. And so last week, and this is all coming around to what happened last week, because I I travelled all the way to Boise, Idaho, to attend a conference called OfferMind. And it was primarily about marketing and how to create an irresistible offer. But there were also loads of golden nuggets that applied to speaking too. And one of these was from the keynote speaker, Russell Brunson, who also happens to be one of my heroes, one of the best marketers and one of the highest paid speakers in the world, if you can even get him. And amongst many of uh, you know all the bits of gold that he dropped during his talk, there was something that I wanted to share with you today. And although I'm an avid consumer of the content that Russell puts out, I've never heard him talk about this before. And I thought it was worth the trip just for this. And I want to share it with you. And what it is, is a framework for sharing frameworks. And it's, it's brilliant. And if, if you want to increase the impact of your speaking and learn a structure that you can apply on stage in your company presentations, in your books or wherever you're going to be teaching frameworks, then listen up. But... Before I launch into the framework, I just wanted to remind you that if you wanted to get your hands on a signed copy of my book, Cracking Speech Mate, How to Use Humour to Become an Amazing Speaker and 
a speaking club t-shirt, then all you have to do is follow these three simple steps. One, just pop an honest rating or review of the speaking club on iTunes, screenshot your review, and then tag me at Sarah Archer 15 on Twitter or Instagram with the screenshot of the review and using hashtag the speaking club. And then you will go into the draw and I'll be doing that once a month for someone to get those goodies. Mm-mm. Right. Back to it. The first step in Russell's four-step framework for teaching frameworks is to tell the story of how you learned it or earned it. At the beginning of the podcast, I did that by explaining how I came to understand the value of frameworks from the coaching I invested in, the workshop I attended all those years ago, and then how I got this particular framework from Russell after traveling all the way to Boise, Idaho to go to OfferMind. And if you start out by sharing the story of how you earned it or learned it, you will get your audience to engage with your framework before you share it. And it will also increase the value and significance of the framework in their eyes. Maybe you had to do hours of research to find it or teach hundreds of clients or learn from a painful business failure or try and test lots of different elements before you found what works. Tell that story of how you came to learn it or earn it to increase the engagement from your audience. The next step is sharing the strategy of the framework. This is the what, the purpose of the whole or each of the sections. It's about the outcome your audience will get at the macro level from using it. And often if you're doing a talk that isn't paid, Uh, or that's deliberately part of your marketing strategy, or you're doing a teaser on social media platform, you may well stop at sharing the strategy, the what of your model. And that's so that anyone in your audience that wants to go deeper to find out the how and accelerate their journey can be invited to buy your product or service or book at the back end of your talk. Okay, so that might be when you want to just hold it at the strategy part. Now, after sharing the strategy of your framework, step three is to share the tactics, the how. And again, the nature, the purpose and the length of your talk will determine how deep you're able to go into the nitty gritty of your model. And I think it's important to say here that whether you're sharing the tactics or just the strategy of your model, it is important that your audience gets value and ideally has some aha moments. Now, probably like you, I've had the unfortunate experience a few times as an audience member of seeing a lot of style and receiving no substance whatsoever. In those circumstances, in that situation, the talk title made promises that the content did not deliver on. And style and delivery is important, don't get me wrong. But unless it's purely for entertainment, I think, in my humble opinion, that a talk should also give value and ideally provoke some thought or epiphany. I've got more to say on this, and I'm sure I'll be doing that in a future episode. Okay, so step four, the last step in Russell's model is getting your audience to believe in your model or framework. And how you do that is by sharing another story. Surprise, surprise. This story is about someone who has used your thing 
to get great results. It could be a case study about one of your clients or someone who's read your book and reached out to share their success or even how you used it yourself. Remember, the story at the beginning may have been about how the failures in your business or whatever venture it was or your training or weight loss or whatever led you to creating the model that you're talking about today. And then the last story could be about what has happened as a result of you using it. A social proof, which is what this is. Um, I mean, even if it's your own, it's still proof that the model works. Ideally, you'd have uh, some additional social proof in form of case studies or whatever. Um, That is amazing for getting buy-in and inspiring people to take action themselves and share your stuff. And it's that that kind of Roger Bannister four-minute mile thing where people are more likely to believe they can do something if they know someone else has already done it. You know, they've probably heard this, everyone's done it to death really, but Roger Bannister, once he broke the four-minute mile, something had never been done before, next, you know, short time afterward, next few days or weeks, everyone else was doing it too. Well, everyone else, it's probably a bit of an exaggeration. A few athletes <laughs> who had been training to do it also broke the four-minute mile. But now it's, it's uh, something that lots of people can do. So don't leave that step out. People will believe they can do something if they know someone else has already done it. And the last thing I wanted to share with you about the model is that you can use the four steps to talk about the whole model, but also to talk about each part of the model. Russell uh, creates little cartoons to represent his frameworks. And in his talks and books, he uses this four-step structure to introduce the whole thing. And then in each chapter, he'll use it to teach each element. And for you as a speaker or a workshop leader, it means that you can use the model to flex your talk from five minutes to five hours to five days, and it'll help you keep on track too. Cool, eh? (laughs) Right, to summarise then, frameworks are wonderful, powerful tools that will not only make learning easier for your audience, but they'll make it remembering easier for you and them, and it'll also protect your IP and help you generate business. There is a lot of money in frameworks. So if you haven't got any and you do teach some stuff, think about putting something together. Now, the four steps of Russell's framework that I've covered today are number one, share the story of how you learned or earned the framework. Number two, share the strategy, the what. Number three, share the tactics, the how. Remembering about time and whether you're being paid or not is a factor here of how far you go into talking about the tactics. And then number four, use a social proof story about you or someone else to make them believe that it's possible for them and inspire them to action. There you go. I am sure that that will be useful for you. And I know it's going to be useful for me too. It's a bit of gold. There you go. Hope that was helpful. Has that got your circuits whirring? I do love a framework and I hope this has got you thinking about how you could create one or make better use of the one you have. 
One of the places you could work with me on developing your framework for your talks, courses and content is the Speaking Club Live. It's a safe space to test your content and messaging, practice your speaking and get feedback from peers and coaching from me. I do live coaching every week and it's an absolute steal too. And I just want to say this is for absolute beginners who are speaking for the first time because it is that safe space right up to people who've been speaking for a long time that just want to test out some some new maybe style storytelling a bit of humor whatever it's a lovely community Uh, we're all really supportive and you'll feel absolutely comfortable and I promise you working with me uh, is a lot of fun cool anyway you can find out more about that at saraharcher.co.uk slash club thank you for joining me again and if you get value from the speaking club do go and leave a rating or review over at ratethispodcast.com slash tsc and if you do that and tag me show me a copy of the review i will send you a copy of my book cracking speech mate how to use humor to make yourself an amazing speaker and i'll be back next week in the meantime you know the score Don't forget to go out, grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Bye-bye. Getting to practice your speaking in front of an audience is a crucial part of testing your message and developing your skills and experience as a speaker. Yet opportunities to do this in the right environment can be hard to find. Add in the chance to get expert feedback and coaching on your content structure and delivery and the opportunities are even fewer. But that's what you'll get as a member of the Speaking Club Live. Each week, we'll be focusing on a different aspect of business speaking, from pitching to presenting to videos and lives. There'll be hot speak slots and you'll get the chance to practice sharing your message, your storytelling, your humour and all the different aspects of speaking in front of me and other members. Then you'll get feedback and coaching from me and your peers so that you're moving forward on your speaking journey with accountability and support. If you'd like to find out more about how you can become a member of the Speaking Club Live so that you can build your confidence, improve your delivery and become a better speaker, then go to saraharcher.co.uk slash club now.